Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife Belle on a marvelous Monday. Mm-hmm. Our Do Not Fear scripture for the day is out of Deuteronomy 31.6. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Yes. Today's teaching is keys to borders without limitations. Mm. Hallelujah. There's a lot of good stuff in that book. It's on our website, heraldhearing.com. It is a blessing, seriously. Yes, it is. I mean, a tremendous blessing. It is. Hallelujah. So, there is so much to it, though. That's why I say we could only touch just a little bit of it today. So, if it piques your interest, we should have it available, right? Amen. And Proverbs 4.23, you're right. Yeah, that's the uh, key verse. Keep thy heart with all diligence, proud of it, or the issues of life. Mm-hmm. According to Strong's Concordance, the Hebrew word for issues is H8444. It's a real estate term. It means borders, parameters. And let me say, we have a book on this. And I once did a seminar. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, that it's definitely available at heraldhearing.com. You're exactly right. I'm sorry, my mind was somewhere else. Well, here's the key. Your heart sets the borders of your life. That is exactly what happens. The outside circumstances don't set the borders of your life. It's what's in your heart that sets the boundaries or determines the course of your life. The New Living Translation of Proverbs 4.23 One of my favorites. Says it this way. Guard your heart Above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Wow, can't be clearer than that, hardly. Nope. Consider <laughs> this thought when you're meditating on a realm of revelation from the Word of God. Then you're expanding the borders of your life. Literally, because it takes you to a new and different faith. It does. On the other hand, if you're not meditating in the Word, then your borders are set where you're at. And doing what you're doing. That's it. And that's where, honestly, you're going to stay. When you start talking about the promises of God, His promises, what the Word offers you, the possibilities of your life, the things you desire will soon become a reality. You expand the borders of your life. I vividly remember the first time I heard preaching about being Financially prosperous and God blessing his people. That's it. If you remember, honey, and I, I know you do. I remember it very well. Great memory. Yeah. We lived in Mount Olive, North Carolina. My fine wife, that's you, was watching TV, and believe it or not, she had control of the TV remote. And the only reason was because he'd gone out of the room. <laughs> okay. I heard her settle on the channel where I this man preaching. She called me and said, honey, you need to come hear this man. The man doing the preaching was Dr. Fred Price. I listened intently. He made a statement that I probably heard for the first time in my life. It ignited something in my spirit, 
my life would never be the same. That's right. They never He were. said, God wants you blessed and not broke. Wow. When you've been broke, that's the kind of preaching you like to hear. At the end of the broadcast, I wrote down the number and the name of the teaching. It was called The Power of Positive Confession. When someone answered the phone at Ever-Increasing Faith Ministries, and I told her the name of the cassette, that tells you how long ago it was, that I wanted to order. She wanted to know which one. I said, well, is there more than one? She laughed and told me there were 58 tapes in the series. I told her I wanted them all. What Dr. Price taught was revelatory to us. You know, I grew up in a church that taught four things. Get saved, miss hell, go to heaven, have a mansion in the sky. There had been the borders of my life, the boundaries. But on this particular day, things began to change. And as you remember, you and I began immersing ourselves in those teachings and the revelation of God's Word. When a person gets to the place where the revelation, the rhema is in their hearts, then their borders began to expand. That's it. E.W. Kenyon once said, Faith grows where the will of God is known. Faith grows where the will of God is known. If you don't know the will of God, how in the world are you going to expand your faith? But if you're reading and in the Word or listening to things, then you know, just like us, you begin to understand things you'd never heard or seen or known before. And we began to realize that we could experience these things. More importantly, God wanted us to experience them. He wanted us to be financially prosperous and walk in financial freedom so that we could bless other people. Amen. You know, the first time we talked about it, you know, this was back in a time when people go, what? God wants you to have something. No, he doesn't. That's not the way I was taught. They were taught something that is not in the word of God or where it was twisted scripture. You know, but when it becomes alive in your life, you just want other people to be able to be blessed the way that you're blessed. Amen. You know, God wants you to be prosperous and be in health even as your soul prospers. Now, listen to this. Third John 2, I remember this because it's ignited to me in my spirit. When I first became a born-again, well, child of God, I was like 24 years old. My health had not been really good. I was anemic and thin and not doing well. And I began to grow in the Word of God. I began to grow in it. And one day, as I'm reading 3 John 2, I realize that my health has improved immensely. And you know what? My, it says he wants to prosper and be in health even as my soul was prospering. So as my soul was prospering, so was the rest of my life. Why? By being in the Word of God, by expanding the limitations that had been holding me in, my borders were being expanded so that I could walk out the things that God had promised in the Word. So, point being is, in our finances, we can expand our borders by giving more. There are, well, some people who tithe exactly on what they make. They make $500 a week, they tithe 50 they make a thousand, they tie the hundred, you know. But there's a time when you start believing God for increase and expanding. It's not just tithing, it's offering. Tithing opens the windows of heaven. What you give 
on top of that is what you are literally going to be able to be measured back to you. That's a whole nother teaching anyway. But it's called pushing the borders and expanding them so that you can move out into greater things for the word of God. Look at Joshua 6.2 with us in the classic Amplified. And it says, the Lord said to Joshua, see, listen to me, see, that means look at this in your mind's eye. I have given you Jericho, its king and mighty men of valor into your hands. He didn't say, look around, Joshua, this is what you got to do. These are all the circumstances that are holding you back. He said, no, you see that big wall and the army and the military force that are positioned over the wall with who knows hot tar and arrows, who's to know what was going to be coming at them? He didn't say that. He said, look, I've already given it into your hand. Do you think that Joshua went in there frightened and afraid? Or do you think he went in there with the power of God knowing it's already, he was already given the city. So when we realize that the promises of God are right there for us to put into practice into our lives, then what we're doing is we're going in with the confidence of knowing that the almighty God, the maker of heaven and earth is behind us to be able to see the things that we didn't see before and experience the things we know that he said we could have. He said, look, look at, this is what God wanted Joshua to see. He goes, here are the promises. I've already given them to you. And if you can see it, you can have it. So we have to see what's already been given to us and we'll be able to break through and see the prosperity and the breakthrough of our finances. We'll be able to walk in prosperity and know that when we can see it, we will also have it. And when we have it, we can also bless others That's like right. we're doing even now with the revelation that came to us, my gracious, 50 oh, years, well, 40 years ago. 40 I bet it was 40 ago. some it years was. ago. Hmm. Pumps me up on a Monday. You know, Monday. Teaching this just re-energizes my faith mm. and pumps me up in the realization of what God did for us. Yes. Well, what? allowing that to become revelatory in our lives. What he did was he set us up for the ministry that we have today. Amen. Because he said, look, see what's real here? Then Go spread the word throughout the whole kingdom of God. You know, what we're talking about is getting revelation knowledge in our hearts. You know, we're going to talk about being able to see things God's way. Yes. Thus far, we've been discussing seeing things differently. We talked about having faith to see things, as I said, differently. Mm. We should never look at things Damn. the way we used to. When you're around negative people, right away, Red flags ought to come up because you don't think like they do anymore. anymore. I was in a meeting and a pastor came up to me telling me how poor she and her people were. But that if I just prayed that God would touch somebody's heart to bless them, lay it on somebody's heart to sow a mighty seed, things would be different. The pastor kept, pastor kept dropping hints, you know, like they could do more. If someone, meaning me, would just hear God and sow that big seed. She said she wanted me to come and see their church buildings. She said they didn't have much to work with, but if they could have more to work with, then they could do more. In other words, they needed financial help. I didn't know her, 
for her church. And I didn't feel at peace about correcting her thinking. But the fact is, they had everything they needed to do what they wanted to do. That's right. If you can't get what you need with the Word of God, then it can't be gotten. Say that again. Mm. If you can't get what you need with the Word of God, then you can't get it. The point of it, too, is that it is not your source is not another person. Your source is the Lord God, and He's not going to maybe tell you how He's going to get it to you, but He will get it to you if you believe Him and not for that rich uncle to die or that lottery ticket to be the, you know, the next big winner. Mm. That's it. This pastor, her congregation, have the same things to work with. That's right. The same possibilities in God, the same word, same opportunity. If they will take a step of faith, start with what they've got. That's it. Then soon they'll see the possibilities come to pass in their lives. I'm going to be totally honest. We are. The problem is that too many people are looking for someone to give them. They're not looking for places to sow. They're looking for someone to give. God said a sower goes out to sow. Someone who's walking in God's blessing flow is not going to be looked at as a harvester as much as a sower because they're continually looking for good soil to put their seed into. When you're sowing that seed, you can count on the harvest coming back. So when the pastor suggested her church needed more to work with, they have... Well, they got from Genesis to Revelation to work with. That's it. When you've seen the Revelation and you have the rhema that he is the anointed one, that he is the Messiah in Christ, now you're seeing things the way God sees them. Hallelujah. to your future. That is a monumental way to start a marvelous Monday. We're going to talk about it again tomorrow. All right. Hallelujah. Mm. If you're blessed by the teaching, go to heraldherring.com. Click the button that says sow a seed. Just ask God what seed he'd have you sow. Do what he says, that's all we ask. And until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.